The Lord be with you. Good morning, Chiefia Churches, and good morning to all those joining us in other places too. Everyone is very welcome. This is Colin, and I hope everyone is staying well and keeping safe in these strange times. Come, people of God, let us worship together on this 19th Sunday after Pentecost. The notices are on the website, so please do look at them. I draw your attention to the, the fact that Chris Cameron's funeral will be this Wednesday, and it will be held at the Borders Crematorium at 12 noon. And that service will be webcast, so please do follow the, the link on the, the website and you'll be able to, to get into that. And the burial will be at Linton afterwards. Also, more sad news, Fiona Turnbull, who was well known in Yetham, has passed away. And also Father Hugh Purcell, who was priest at St Mary's in Kelso and until a couple of years ago. Yetham Kirk is open on Wednesday mornings between 10 and 12, and I will be there if anyone needs to see me. Let us have our call to worship. We are the eyes of Christ seeing as Christ sees. We are the lips of Christ, speaking with love. And we are the hands of Christ, serving with love. Our hymns are led by Heather and Gordon as usual, and our first one is 251, I the Lord of Sea and Sky.
Let us pray. Generous and forgiving God, you are the first and the last, the giver of all good things. Your glory is endless, your power incomparable. Your love stretches wider than the universe. Your mercy reaches beyond the height of heaven. We gather with hearts thankful for the abundance of your creation to worship and to adore you. Inspire us by this time of worship that our hearts may overflow with praise each and every day. We confess our sins before God, generous and loving God. We confess in a world where many do not have enough. We enjoy more than we need, yet are reluctant to share. In a world where so many live in fear, we take peace for granted. In a world where many have lost hope, we become indifferent to despair and grumble about many small things. Forgive us and transform our lives to shine with the generosity, the peace and the hope you offer to us in Christ Jesus. And friends, while it is true that we have all sinned, it is a greater truth that we are forgiven through God's love in Jesus Christ. And to all who keep humbly seek the mercy of God, I say, in Jesus Christ, our sin is forgiven. Be at peace with God, with yourself, and with one another. And now we join together in our family prayer. We say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Our first reading is from Paul's letter to the Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, and reading from the first verse. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm in the Lord in this way, my beloved. I urge Euodia, and I urge Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. Yes, and I ask you also, my loyal companions, help these women, for they have struggled beside me in the work of the gospel, together with Clement and the rest of my co-workers, whose names are always in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, beloved, Whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, 
whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. And in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, and from verse 38, we read, You have heard what it was said, an eye for an eye, and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist an evildoer. But if anyone strikes you in the right cheek, turn the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your coat... Give your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go also the second mile. Give to everyone who begs from you, and do not refuse anyone who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you, so that you may be children of your Father in heaven. For he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the righteous and on the unrighteous. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers and sisters, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Amen. And the Lord bless to us these readings from his holy word. All praise be to God's name. And now we have the hymn 336. Christ is our light. have our, our weekly prayer. Let us pray. Faithful God, as we move into the coming week to live and work for the gospel, help us to concentrate our thoughts on whatever is true and pure and lovely and admirable, excellent or praiseworthy. Help us to travel onwards with our eyes fixed on Jesus, willing to go an extra mile. And may we know your peace with us. Amen. 
At the General Assembly last week, the youth moderator gave her report, and during it, she mentioned a visit that she had made to Zambia. She was part of a group visiting one of the projects supported by the Guild. It's a project supporting young mothers in a particularly poor area of the capital, Lusaka, a shanty town, you could say, with makeshift roads and few amenities. But the youth moderator spoke of how, within minutes of her arrival, she found herself dancing. Young mothers had immediately burst into a song of welcome when they arrived. The drums were beating and everyone started to dance. I can well imagine it. They would all be wearing their colourful chitangi cloths round them, tying their babies to their backs so that the babies would be dancing as well. These are young women who probably left school early, who would be struggling to get by. And yet they would put all their troubles aside and exude the joy of being a Christian in song and in movement. And these are women who've also been given much hope through the guild support. Paul, in his letter to the church in Philippi, says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Paul had a soft spot for this church, and there's a warmth of feeling in his words. I remember visiting the site of Philippi some years ago. It was just ruins, and its glory had faded. But nearby was a chapel by a river, and it marked the place where Lydia was baptised along with her household. And Lydia, if you remember, was a dealer in the expensive purple dye and was a prominent member of the early church. But in the passage we read this morning, we read of two other women. There was obviously a disagreement between the two, which needed to be resolved. They held different views, but they had to come together for the good of the church. But the thing that, that strikes me most is that they also held leadership positions in the church and had been co-workers with Paul. This was a church where women were very active. Today is Guild Sunday. And we remember the work of the Guild in the life of the church. Nowadays, it's not only for women, but also men. But I'm always tremendously impressed by the devotion and by the energy of the Guild. In the rallies and in their meetings, there's a real sense of joy as they enjoy fellowship with one another and fellowship with God. But it's also an organisation which is very much on the move and one which is committed to showing God's love in action. And, and one thing is the fact that they, they choose six projects for a three-year period and they, they, they support them, they, they become informed about the work that these projects do and they raise phenomenal sums of money. Projects like the young women in Zambia or street children in India or near her home tackling loneliness through Crossreach, 
or supporting chaplains to the sailors. The guild have had their theme of one journey and many roads. And this year they're particularly looking at the extra mile. And Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount encouraged his followers to go the extra mile. At that time, Rome occupied Palestine and Roman soldiers could press gang someone to carry their load, but only for one mile. That was all that was permitted. But Jesus is saying to go beyond that and carry it even for an extra mile. In other words, go beyond what is required. It's all part of Christ's upside-down kingdom. The guild certainly seek to go the extra mile, doing more than expected. But then, as followers of Christ, all of us have to surprise the world by the joy in our souls, but also by exceeding expectations. By being a voice to the voiceless. By being a companion on the road. By going the extra mile. And by showing the love of Jesus Christ in all we do and in all that we say. And in the words of the guild motto, follow Jesus, whose we are and whom we serve. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. We listen to the Tazy chant, In the Lord I'll be ever thankful. prayers of dedication and intercession, let us pray. Gracious God, we present our gifts to you as tokens of our thanksgiving for all that we've received from your hand. Bless these gifts and multiply them, just as Jesus multiplied a few loaves and fishes to bless others. Use our gifts and use our energy to share your love in our community and around the world for the sake of Christ our Lord. Gracious Father, we give thanks for all those who walked that extra mile for us over our lifetime. The nurturing when we were young, the extra time taken with us when we were learning new skills, 
the kind words, the helping hand, when we were struggling with life's problems. We ask for your help and guidance that we too can walk an extra mile for others in the loving and generous spirit of your Son, Jesus Christ. Father God, we think about your church here in Scotland. This is a time of radical change and we ask for your guidance for those at local and presbytery and national level. Give them wisdom as they seek to discern your will. And may we all be willing to support change and move forward to meet the needs of the day. Be with young people in every country of the world. Guide them in their work and in their studies. Let them use their gifts and talents and ideas to your glory. And give guidance to all who work with young people, whatever their age. And give them wisdom to know what each child needs. Pray for our country as new restrictions come into effect. And pray that all may work together to combat this virus. Help us to encourage one another. And we pray for our world. And we remember the situation between Armenia and Azerbaijan, where tensions are high. And in a moment of silence, we bring the prayers of our arts before you. Lord, in your mercy, hear these and all our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. And our closing hymn is a hymn 449, Rejoice, the Lord is King. have our benediction. As we travel the road of life, lead us, Heavenly Father. As we journey the path of faith, uphold us, Christ the Son. And as we meet all joys and sorrows, fill us, Holy Spirit. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard your heights, your hearts, and your minds in Christ Jesus. And may the blessing of God from Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you and be with all whom you love and all whom we're called to love, now and always. Amen.